Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Garden Gossip, the home and garden show, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radios. Well, it's our third Tuesday go to Natchitoches radio show, but it's also our garden gossip show because there's gossip going on in Natchitoches, Louisiana. It is, after all, the oldest settlement in the state of Louisiana. So they've got gossip that dates back to way, 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 way back uh, to when the Native Americans were home and then the Spanish came in. You've got the Cajun Creole cultures. Uh, you've got British in there. You've got a little bit of everybody is in uh, Natchitoches. Uh, Natchitoches, uh, the downtown is on the actual Cane River lakefront. It's a beautiful riverfront. Uh, we're going to be talking about the area being a home and garden destination and just the historic downtown district with all the historic buildings and the flower baskets. The waterfront is beautiful. Uh, it's home to the Cane River Creole National Historical Park. It is actually part of the Cane River National Heritage Area, and it's the final destination of the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail. So check it all out at Natchitoches.com. And you've also see our stories on blendradioandtv.com and nationalparktraveling.com. But Natchitoches.com is the website to go to. And I'm going to spell that because it just isn't what you all think unless you've been there. It's N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S. So it's Natchitoches, like little Natchy toes. So welcome. Uh, Kelly West mm. is back and Arlene Gould, both from the Natchitoches Convention and Visitor Bureau. Hi, ladies. How you doing? Hey, y'all. Hey. We're good. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Hey, y'all. And hey, hi, y'all. y'all. <laughs> so how are you doing? You know, Louisiana, uh, we're recording this here in September, end of September, um, Louisiana's obviously been making headlines, New Orleans, and even now this recent storm. I'm really glad you're both here today. Um, but also we want people to know that Natchitoches is open, right? Because for a lot of us, you know, looking at the national news, we may think don't go to Louisiana. Um, how is your state doing as a whole and how is Natchitoches? Well, I can tell you that Natchitoches is doing fine. We kind of escaped both uh, hurricanes, Ida, and the tropical storm and depression, Nicholas. However, our partners to the south didn't fare so well from Ida. And primarily, not just um, New Orleans was more of a wind event, but our surrounding parishes, our coastal parishes like Jefferson, Lafouche, Terrebonne, which would be a county to most people. But there are about 25 surrounding parishes that took a very hard hit from Ida that are still recovering. And so our thoughts and prayers are with them as they go through the recovery process, because it will be a while. There were some communities that were like Grand Isle, Louisiana, the southernmost part of uh, Jefferson Parish where we have a state park, and but they were pretty, I mean, pretty much mm-hmm. out. And uh, even Lafouche, Homa, uh, you know, Homa and um, uh, Terrebonne nice. Parish, um, they they took a, took a hard hit. 
And so we're, we're keeping them in our thoughts and prayers as they go through the recovery process. How's Lake Charles doing? I know that Lake Charles is also a partner with you with being part of the no man's land stretch of a really cool history of Louisiana where nobody, there was no law and order for three years. <laughs> now they cool. got uh, rain. Oh my God. Probably mm. 10 inches over, maybe some areas over 10 inches of rain from that tropical storm wow. that hit, um, you know, cause it came in just South of Houston. So you have to remember anything to the East side is where it always hits the most and the storm surges. And um, so um yeah, Lake Charles took a beating with rain this week since since Hurricane Nicholas came in. I think it was on Sunday or Monday it came oh, in. But wow. uh, it's been raining for five days in some of those areas with flash floods. And so, uh, yeah. But That's you know, a lot. You know, Louisiana, we're strong. You know? I know yeah, you have, like, have hurricane parties, fight. right? Yeah. And listen, <laughs> it's been a lot of experience. Yeah, I want to know, Kelly, is the drive through daiquiri place still open? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. We need to make sure some of that is going on. You know, we all need a little, you know, chill out during all of this. I, I know even our friends in California and Oregon have been going through so much with wildfires. It's just, mm-hmm. can we stop it now? Can COVID, wildfires, hurricanes, flooding, you know, tornadoes, all of it. Can we just have a, you know, breath of fresh air and stop it? Yeah, well. There are hurricanes and then there are hurricanes. Exactly. I like the hurricanes that come in the glass. Nancy does. Yeah, I do. But I do think we need to start planting more trees. I think that's part of the solution and it'll take a while. But the longer we wait, the more of this sort of thing we might experience so, yeah because we're right. running out of barrier islands i mean we're running out of land to kind of right. those storm surges from coming in right um, i know in lafitte where i personally have family and friends they had uh probably a 10 to 12 foot storm surge and wow. um, i mean i've had family members with up to six feet of water in their lower level of their house wow and when it settles you've got all this marsh i mean all that just kind of comes Stuff. in with the surge and then when it settles it's it's a mucky mud with mixed with a lot of the marsh and you could wow. have a gator in your basement suddenly i know you walk downstairs <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be walking up to Shreveport. (laughs) Um, We have have a lot of gators here in in, in, in Natchitoches, you know, with the gator the gator park but yeah those uh gators get around let me tell you i know kelly you and your family like to go kayaking how are you feeling right now with the extra gators um we you know it's good it's still good because even though yes there may be some alligators out there they don't they don't bother you Mm. know they don't like people we just went on a um boat ride you know, we like boat rides. Now you guys have the Cane River Queen that takes you down the, you know, so you can see the downtown and you can check out people's houses and get the gossip, you know, so we like that. And you could kayak, right, like you do. But we did a boat trip with Bakula Springs in Florida. And they take, it's a this is like the largest spring, deep water spring. Don't ask me all the geology stuff, but it's cool. But there's this dive where you can go down 40 feet deep. They're mm-hmm. diving, and this is a spring area, and there's a rope around it. It's a state park, and then you go on the boat ride, and you're seeing gators and snakes mm-hmm. and turtles and, uh, you know, all of these birds. It's beautiful. And you go right around, and it's where they filmed Tarzan twice. I know Tarzan's been filmed in Louisiana, too. Um, the original in 1918. Oh, there we go. Yeah. See? Um, wow. But I'm like, how did they do all this filming and, no, you know, how did 
Tarzan keep, you know, Johnny, was it Johnny Weissmuller, Nancy? Mm, yes. Yeah. How did he keep his, you know, toesies not snapped off by gators? But apparently the gators, they've never They're had not- an incident in 40 years since yeah. they started it. Never an incident with people in the water and gators because the gators are just like, leave me alone, y'all. <laughs> yeah, see, they're totally different than crocodiles. Having lived in Africa, if there's a splash in the water, all the crocs go off the bank and they go towards the sound like, ooh, let's get it, whatever it is. And gators go the other way. Yeah. So you're lucky that they're not crocs because crocodiles are totally, totally aggressive and totally anything that splashes is something they want to eat. Mm-hmm. Their nature. Yeah. So here, you know, I look at the alligators and I hear a splash and they just sun it on the bank like, wow, so what? They're like hippies. <laughs> Kill that. Hey, wow. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna see she's gossiping already. We're gonna get the emails, yeah. you know, we're gonna get the comments yeah. coming. So let's talk about gardens and you know, this is being a garden destination. I think Nancy, the first time we went to Natchitoches, mm-hmm. it's one of the first things that just it's just so beautiful and charming mm-hmm. downtown, the architecture. So um going, you know, when you get to downtown Natchitoches, go to the visitor bureau first. You know, obviously you can check in your hotel or your B and B, but go to the visitor bureau first. You've got maps and all the information, but a self-guided walking tour that you can do and also um you can also do it at the Cane River National Heritage Area, go on one of their guided tours. But Kelly, wouldn't that be the first thing to do to just kind of get an idea before you understand the historic homes and the plants and the flowers is to go on that walking tour to kind of give an idea of the history behind where you're walking? Definitely. Um, we always suggest the walking tour kind of as an introduction because it really gives you kind of the base and the background of how Natchitoches was established and why it was established here and, you know, how it how it grew as a community. And it it starts out, you know, right here on Front Street, but walks you straight down into Beaujardin, our beautiful garden that's downtown. So, mm-hmm in that garden which you have in your background um mm-hmm. is one of the first things that visitors get to see if they go on that walking tour so I, I call it Beaujardin so it's not I'm getting that wrong Beaujardin Beaujardin. Oh my gosh. I'm not speaking Louisiana yet. I'm not getting there, but I'm learning. (laughs) Give me another decree. I'll be good. (laughs) Beaujardin. And then that's also, you've got waterfalls and flowers. And I know the flowers change out seasonally too. Um, But you've also got the the rock house, which I call the rogue house, but apparently that's not right either. The roquet. That would be roquet. Yeah, roquet. We can play croquet at the roquet house, but this is a historic house right there on the waterfront and you've got flowers. And um, so that's part of the history too, that you get to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So weddings, that's a wedding venue. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. It is. Those right in. Um, they rent them out. They rent it out for weddings with the waterfall there in the background, receptions. Um, it is gated off, so it can be kind of secluded and you know put off for a private um, event. Destination weddings are definitely something that happens in that garden quite often. 
Yeah. Okay, so yeah. now you two are like your office is just across the street. So when there's a wedding going on, do you go like sneak a peek and go, I didn't know those two were hitching. <laughs> no. But it is nice to see everybody down here and having a good time and, you know, um, the wedding parties, you know, because a lot of their guests come from out of town. And for many, it's their first time visiting Natchitoches. But we have locals, too, that decide mm -hmm. to, we have a we have numerous amounts of engagements. You you would not believe how many people go down there to get engaged. Ah, it's one of my favorite yeah. really nice spots for engagements. Well, you've got mm. all the the churches, the historic churches, um, to get married in too. I mean, to have your you know, mm -hmm. that's you know, to do the whole the serious vows, the yes. I do's. Um, that's pretty intense. The churches that you have too. So I can imagine a lot of people coming for the gardens then just that to get married in that history, you know, like St. Augustine's. Hello. Speaking of weddings, there was a movie scene apparently in St. Augustine's uh, church. A big one, a pink one. Pink and <laughs> pink one. Pink and pink. It was blushing. Bashful. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is all. See, we're talking about flowers. Steel Magnolias was written. Mm. It's a, a, a true story based in Natchitoches. And so you've got the Steel Magnolias uh, film trail and so that's a way to, I would say, one of the best ways to see the historic homes and some of the pocket gardens, too, because that also ties in. Mm. You've got all these pocket, I call them pocket gardens, but these pocket parks throughout. And that's something for communities to think of is to utilize their space into these beautiful mm. areas that you've got interpretive signs and fountains and flowers uh, benches for people to rest when they're doing that big walking tour downtown, but it's a nice way to keep, to beautify a city. And I think that's part of your specialty. Um, but one of the, the pocket parks is new is that's part of the Jefferson highway. That's, I remember the beginning of that. That is correct. And, uh, we dedicated that probably two years October. ago. Yeah. In October of two years ago. And um, we, you know, we had been doing some research on the Jefferson Highway, which is the first intercontinental highway from Winnipeg, Canada, that went all the way through the Louisiana Purchase Territory to New Orleans. And of course, Jefferson Street, where Steel Magnolia House and, and the Fort St. John Baptiste and many other historic homes are located that takes you straight to the Front Street area. That this uh, that was the original route of the Jefferson Highway. So we had this uh, plot of land, and um, the city and the Cane River National Heritage Area uh, developed it into the Jefferson Street Pocket Park. And mm -hmm. we have uh, more later on. Hopefully, we can develop it more where we can have a, a walkway leading to the Cane River because it oh, goes nice. to the nature preserve. So um, it, it it turned out very nice. We're really really pleased with it. There's now a pavilion where people can have picnics there and little parking spots and oh wow nice very that's nice cool. that's cool and you have yeah. the one too um and kelly this one is is part of the steel magnolias heritage too the susan harley robertson park yes um located just a short walk from the steel magnolia house um short walk from the american cemetery where the cemetery scene was filmed um and it's dedicated to the real life shelby basically mm -hmm. uh person that Shelby's character was based on um, and it tells her story and her fight with diabetes and the things that she went through um, there as well as part of our walk of honor 
um, those marbles slabs are there as well for the um, main characters and main actresses in the film. So Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, um, Olivia Olympia Dukakis. Yeah, we like her. Charlie McLean. You know, yeah. they all have um, their their Walk of Honor marbles there. Nice. I think you need to take your like armadillo it. cake and have it like yes bronzed, <laughs> bronzed. Bronze. maybe we need an armadillo cake bronze that's an idea i like that i like that too. i know we like your armadillo cake i think we need to take yeah. put the picture in the magazine for everyone to see the armadillo cake i mean come i on. still want to make one that, that cake really was do. very famous back in the 80s when the movie <laughs> was filmed and and the lady the two ladies locally that did it they baked i don't know 30 something cakes wow uh, several dozen cakes before you know to get it right but uh two years ago when we had the blush and bashful event uh to celebrate the 30 year anniversary we had a armadillo cake baking contest at northwestern mm. University, and it was it was really great it really was so we i think we had five cakes turned out and then we served them at the movie theater where we showed the, the movie and, and we had four uh movie theater sold out that night but everybody got you know, piece of armadillo cake and some blush and bashful punch before going to the movie for the 30 year. <laughs> I, I remember Nancy and I really wanted to make an armadillo cake. And we were staying in a hotel to. and they wouldn't let us use their commercial I kitchen. Know. Apparently, oh. well, apparently yeah. we're not licensed and licensed and, to be allowed. And to they do didn't that. understand armadillo. But the, they but were the, like, no, no, it's like armadillo. And yeah, they, they <laughs> thought they were going to like kill an armadillo. No, and, and they and don't have make our, a cake from it. Yeah, we can, like ew. no, yeah. no, ew. <laughs> no, they didn't. We weren't allowed, but we really wanted to enter a cake, you know, at least virtually, or ship you an armadillo cake and see if it gets there. <laughs> but it didn't work. But maybe one day we'll have to wait for another big anniversary of Steel Magnolias to do it. But we will. Well, funny mm. you said that about shipping the cake because we had a, a travel show down in Baton Rouge, and we had the winner of the cake contest she did us a um a cake but it was um molded out of rice crispy um you know oh the, uh, yeah right you know yeah. you make it with marshmallow so she molded it and then she put all the icing on it and everything so we took it down to the show but instead okay. of cutting it we just had it as like a centerpiece and everybody loved it but we had the little uh, cupcakes that were easier to mm. serve you know the red velvet cupcakes with the buttercream icing Ooh, red velvet and we had little mm. armadillo on toothpicks stuck. <laughs> but we uh, we took it back home and we kept it in the refrigerator here at the office for what a year. Because, oh, no. and, and every time we took it out of the box, it still smelled like icing. It held up very well. Wow. Well, my staff told me I needed to throw it away after a year, but I just love pulling <laughs> it out every now and then. And you took it home. I know you did. Yeah. Did you eat no, it? I, <laughs> but I love pulling it out and just surprising people with it. Well, here we have a surprise for you. Well, let's hear it for Rice Krispies. I know. So oh, this is okay. Since it's a home and garden show, this is the gossip of you know get your armadillo cake going. But do you do armadillos do damage in gardens? Do you know like or they just wrestle around and eat the bugs and stuff? I've, I think they just eat the bugs. I that's think cool. Then that's good for your garden. Yeah. Okay, we like them. I think they're cool. They're yeah. cute. They're cute. They're really yeah, cute. They so are. I yeah. want to be, you know, you get married at, and get your photos done at Beaujard, Jard, 
And all of a sudden an armadillo <laughs> gets up on the lady's, you know, wedding train. But anyway, okay. <laughs> I'll be good. Fine. So you got these pocket parks, but then you've also got the big historical parks and plantation homes. Uh, Cane River Creole National Historical Park. I think what's great, you know, we talk about garden gossip and, you know, garden getaways. But you've got to think about how people lived way back when in Oakland Plantation, which really you've got the plantation house. So you learn about that. They have one of the coolest gardens on the planet. It's the bottle garden. Now it's yes. at the front of the plantation. And apparently they'd have a glass of wine and use the bottle as a border. And we mm-hmm. did that once we saw mm-hmm. that we, we did our own garden like mm-hmm. that. Because, you know, we had cool. our sh- back in the day of our champagne Sunday shows, we had a champagne border for our plants and it worked. But uh, they mm-hmm. have that, but they show also how farming was done in agriculture, which is part of gardening. And so, and it's a bicentennial farm, as I, isn't it? Bicentennial farmhouse. Right. And it goes all the way to like the 50s and 60s. So when you go in the kitchen, it's like stepping, like, you know, not way back, but it's, it's, it's like my granny's kitchen. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that is really cool. And they have the big sugarcane uh, pots. So we, mm-hmm. So did you grow sugarcane out here too in, in Natchitoches area or was that more, I thought not, it was more central. Not as much, but they did have, a lot of the plantations had the big sugarcane pots. It, mostly in Oakland, it was uh, cotton. They oh. were, that's they called it King Cotton at the plantation. Mm. They were one of the first uh, plantation in North Louisiana to grow cotton. Oh, mm. and that's what's so interesting about Melrose Plantation. I mean, not mm-hmm. Melrose, Magnolia, because Magnolia and Oakland are part of Cane River Creole National Historical Park. But on Ma- uh, Magnolia, they have that cotton gin that you don't get to see anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So what's your cotton press? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Nancy made me go where the donkey used to go around. And, and That's right. Yeah. So walk around like, and yes. <laughs> you will be like yeah, the donkey. You can still see where they turn around. Yes. They exactly. circle and more they went in a circle that they tightened up that bale of cotton. That's what so, Nancy yeah. made me do. She's like, you need to go in the circle. You need to feel what it right. was like. <laughs> I did. But so then also let's talk about uh, Melrose Plantation because um, I the, just the oak trees and the gardens and the different style. They have like the African house. They've got just. This is Shaquille O'Neal. Do you ever scream at your printer, call it naughty names, or hurl empty ink cartridges across the room? You likely suffer from cartridge conniptions caused by ink cartridges constantly running out of ink. Thankfully, the Epson EcoTank printer is the perfect cure. It's cartridge-free, conniption-free, prescription-free, with big ink tanks and a ridiculous amount of ink. So you can finally kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. The Epson EcoTank, just fill and chill. Available at Epson.com. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. The architecture there is so different. Is it, it's a, isn't it a landmark, Kelly? It's a National Historic yeah. Landmark? A National Treasure. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. The African House is uh, Louisiana's only named uh, national treasure by the the National Trust. Um, oh wow! So uh, yeah, but you know, back in the day, Miss Cammy Henry had quite the garden out there as well. Um, it was actually between the Ghana House and the African House, but she had mm-hmm. a huge flower garden, and of course, they had they grew vegetables as well, but. Um, they had uh, gardens out there. And of course, the oak trees are just so beautiful with the resurrection. Yeah. Mm. You know how when it's dry, it's brown. But as soon as it rains, it turns into this lush, beautiful green fern. And it's just amazing how it just comes to life, you know. Must mm. be happy right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the resurrection firm is resurrecting on a daily basis, you know, right now. But, <laughs> but you know, with the Melrose Plantation too, there's it's a it's a hub for events. Uh, Kelly, I know that the in October they're having their folk art festival, but are they still doing their spring festival? They have like an arts festival. Yeah, they're still doing their Melrose Arts and Crafts Festival in the spring, usually sometime around April. Um, so yes, continuing, they were able to have it this last year. It was outside, socially distanced. Um, mm-hmm. wonderful arts and crafts vendors. Um, and then they added this folk art festival. This will be the inaugural year um, coming up in October. Um, but it really celebrates the folk artists, which are really what, you know, lived and breathed at Melrose. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot, you know, Clementine Hunter herself being a folk artist. Um, and, you know, October 1st is Clementine Hunter Day and named in the state of Louisiana. And so having the folk art festival rise there right outside nice. where her, her restored house is right on the grounds of Melrose during the month of October is so fitting. That's, That's nice. That is awesome. And then also mm-hmm. um, I want to go back to downtown on the riverfront. That's a huge, you know, area for events like your Christmas, your lights uh, festival. Uh, what is it? 95 years this year? 95 years? 95 years. Dang. Wow. Dang. When you get to the centennial, there's going to be a really big party, party going on. Holy big God. party. I think you should party. just celebrate Christmas year round at that point. Like when it's 100 years, you know, or just do 100 days or something. I mean, no man's land was 100 years. days. Christmas for the hundredth anniversary. Yeah, that Ooh. sounds. Yeah, that sounds. That good. means we get a present every day. Ooh, right. I like that. Is that getting? That's yeah, better. you know, <laughs> Kelly's hmm. liking that. Your kids would like that. Santa Claus is going to be busy. I know. But spring too is blooming on the bricks. That's another event. So that's a flower. It's like a flower festival, or it's art as well. It's both. So blooming on the bricks usually has. Um, plants and flowers, trees, um, anything grown, garden, garden accessories, but also most times they partner with our local art gallery and art guild to do art along the bricks as well. So you get your gardening, but you also get Hmm. home, you know, handmade unique art as well. So when you say on the bricks, this is an important thing too, because you even have brick streets and Front Street yeah. is brick, right? And and that that's a you all had to fight for that, right, Arlene? For those bricks to stay? Yes. Oh, I would say many, many decades ago, um, the Department of Transportation was gonna pull up the bricks and put down the asphalt and mm-hmm. uh, preservation society and the ladies here in Nagrish said no way. So they turned right. it together and Locked their arms and had on their little petticoat dresses and sat in the street and uh, they had the <laughs> up and the governor said let them have 
Don't mess with all yeah. those women. Yeah. You're getting that's get right. <laughs> Don't be messing with them. <laughs> One of our historians, uh, uh, Miss Sadie Newell, she's deceased now, but she used to always say that that's the reason we all have, we still have our um, historic buildings. You know, we couldn't afford to tear them down, so here we still have them. But uh, some of those buildings are, are, you know, date back to the 1800s. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, wow. it's important they, to keep them. I think they had the foresight to preserve back then. Definitely. So. Right. So, yeah. The other event that you had, and I know it changed dates, was the sale on the trail. And I bring this up because it's, you know, the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail. Um, but it goes between you know, Natchitoches and Nacogdoches, Texas, and I think a little further out from there. But that's the main portion. So mm-hmm. anybody who's into home and garden and decor, this is, mm-hmm. isn't this like this just a giant yard sale along the highway like everybody just comes out and like 111 miles from Nacogdoches Texas to Nacogdoches wow. of you know garage sales yard sales you know just flea like markets, vendors, antiques. Markets. yeah so and do, um it's the first weekend in May of every okay. year is when we normally have it so I you need, you need a year. big truck you really need a big truck to go there. People, people come in either large SUVs or sometimes they even bring box Old trucks if they, if they know that, you know, they're going to be yeah. up a good bit of stuff along the route. So what about wow. American Pickers? Have they been by, you know? <laughs> I think at one time they were in like around Magnolia several years ago, um, that they were in looking at some of the garages, some of the old garages down the river. But that was several years ago, about five or seven years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. They need to go like picking in all the old juke joints that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, well, still here for sure. You just um, got to look under the brambles and you'll see that they're there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. There's, you know, all kinds of things out there. When you, when you go out driving around, you're like, okay, what was that building? Is it still going? If you get closer under the berries, you'll, you know, that are growing all around these, you know, they're kind of like hidden gems, you know? Do you remember Babuz down yeah. the river? It's not there anymore. It's gone. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, no, put it back. Put it back. <laughs> I think you should have plaques. Like where they were. Yeah. Yeah. The historical markers. Yeah. Because people travel for all the music and you've got a lot of music heritage. You've got the country music, um, you know, you've got the country music museum. um, And that was interesting. We were in Gladewater, Texas, and the music, some of the the history that we learned about in the country music museum tied into their Mm -hmm. museum history of Elvis and Johnny Cash and how all these musicians were going on the route through Natchitoches in this area, your area. And so it was like the Louisiana Hayrides or something. Yeah. Louisiana uh, yeah. Hayrides. So it was kind of, I was like, no way, this is the route. We were just there and now we're on it. This is cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's really neat to see that connection between mm-hmm. regions, you know. I don't know if you knew this, but Johnny Cash had a fishing um, lure mm. Um, called Cane River Bait Company that he and Johnny Horton, who wrote the Battle of Him, um, but um, is it Battle Him of New Orleans? I believe it was. I can't remember the exact title of the song. Very popular back in the 50s, but Johnny Cash and Johnny Horton here in Natchitoches on Cane River had a fishing lure company where they would make fishing lures. Really? And sell them. But we have pictures oh. of them here in Natchitoches on Cane River Fishing. Wow. 
see what we huh. have to do get you on a garden sh- on a garden show to talk about fishing and johnny cash see how we get our <laughs> gossip <laughs> you know? it, right yeah yeah huh. Wow, man! Yeah. I tell you what, that's a, that's neat. I, I had no idea that Johnny Cash came out. But then look at all the music you have. I hope the mm-hmm. folk music sure. festival comes back next year. I really, I still keep talking about that every time you guys come on the mm-hmm. show. I love that. I I love that was loved, great. That was one of the most special mm-hmm. events I've ever been to in my entire life. Folk mm-hmm. festival, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Of fun. That's yeah. awesome. So okay, we got the events covered. We've got Beaujardin, Beaujardin. and the rock house (laughs) the rock and uh so that's your downtown area but i want to go out into the woods a bit uh oh before we do because you've got the dark haunted woods (laughs) the dark woods (laughs) if you want to get scared uh if you want to get scared but they also do really cool christmas and everything like that but you have a christmas tree farm which i want to go to the christmas tree farm that's cool so when people go and buy their christmas tree and you know, you wouldn't, think, yeah. you wouldn't think that that's where, you know, go to Louis, the middle of Louisiana and get a Christmas tree. It's kind of not the thing you would think, but you, you well, grow. We, in Louisiana, we have a lot of timber. I mean, that's one of our biggest indus- industries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but they do. They have uh, they have a Christmas tree farm just down the road off of uh, Highway 6, which is the El Camino Rio. Oh, there you are. So tree wise, and you want to go see trees and hike in them, Kisachi National Forest, that's back open. I remember for a while it, it got um, a little damage from the hurricanes. Um, but you guys sent us on a trail um, to see the, the largest Grand Canyon, <laughs> the Louisiana Grand Canyon, and the yeah. two big buttes. <laughs> we, we found the buttes. Um, it rained on us. We had a nice summer storm. We saw little piggies out in the forest, but we saw yes. uh, flowers. And um, we did a lot more also in, in Kisachi National Forest. But um, what's really neat is you got the, the big pines, the long, the long, long leaf pine. Long leaf pine, yep. And then at the same time, all the hardwoods like magnolias. Of course, you all have magnolias mm-hmm. everywhere. But um, we're all these flowers and azaleas. And apparently mm-hmm. there's a time of year when that's, when is that, Kelly, when, when we should go? The wild azaleas usually bloom, it's different every year, but but it's usually um, later March, middle to late March, early April, and they hmm. only bloom for a few short weeks, um, hmm. but it's a really beautiful time. Um, but yeah, the Kasachi's got some really unique plants, um, very much native to this area. Um, pitcher plants are one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Oh, yeah. cool. cool. Carnivorous. Yes, mm. yes, mm-hmm. um, and seeing those because obviously the the you know streams and the um, water springs and things like that they run through and the pitcher plants really love that water. So and they eat the mosquitoes um, and bugs. They do eat bugs. So cool. That's a friend of mine. And another, mm. another time of the year in Kasachi is the dogwood trail when the dogwood oh. trees are coming Ooh. because they're absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with the dogwood trees, but they're beautiful. Ones and they're really pretty. Yeah. yeah oh, so is that more like May, May, June? Uh, around Easter time. And usually it's, it's the funniest thing because, you know, Easter dates change every year. But mm-hmm. the dogwoods, for some reason, are always blooming around Easter time. The lilies are like that mm. in the desert. There's like the Easter, the peace lily or the uh-huh. they call ajo lily, too, because they smell like garlic. Um, these lilies and they only bloom if you got the rain at the right time it's every few years 
to get a really prolific bloom of these Easter lilies. And when it was lockdown in COVID, the very first lockdown, I should say, and we were out in 29 Palms Joshua Tree at our friends, you know, would go out walking in their land because we could be socially distant. And lo and behold, over Easter, they bloomed. And it's they are known as like the Easter lilies. And it's, and it, like you said, how Easter changes, but those will bloom over Easter. It's it's interesting. It's like they know when it's Easter. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they know. They're, they're, they yeah. want to go, they want some chocolate. <laughs> they uh-huh. want chocolate Easter bunny. <laughs> so that's, yeah, and then also the other part, um, Kelly, you took us to just one of our favorite places is Briarwood, um, at Carolyn Dorman Preserve. Uh, I mean, we were there in summer and the flowers were just, you know, knee high, meadow flower. I mean, flower power to the max. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is that open year round or? So no, but it's it's actually about to open for its fall season. It'll be open October and November for the fall season, and then it will open back um, in in March. So, um, but we're very excited that it's fixing to open back up and uh, and be ready to take you know visitors around again. Cool. Um, but yeah, the wildflower, they have the wildflower meadow, um, thousands and thousands of individual plants, you know, Caroline Dorman herself being a forester, she would travel all over the place and she would bring back plants from all of her travels and she would just plant it out there. And it just is a, a excellent nature preserve um, that really tells a, a, a flora story for sure. It's good for nice. kids to go out there mm-hmm. and learn. Too. Yeah. You know, because I love it out at Briarwood. It's just so peaceful and serene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're in the deep thick of nature. You know, mm-hmm. I want to go stay in her little cabin. I know, wouldn't that yeah. be fun? I want to be overnight in the woods, and they got that pond, little mm-hmm. marsh area with frogs, and you know, all kinds of good it's stuff. So nice, and I with know. the grandpappy pine tree. Yeah, one of got... the oldest, tallest pine trees in the state. See, you got to go see grandpappy. all right so in closing ladies it's garden gossip now you know natchitoches parish better than we would ever but you know we need to go in spring or fall nancy we keep going in july i don't know what it is summer when it's hot i know we come right at you know end of july here we come uh but spring 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 would be good yeah we'll see we'll see what we can do but if you could take over anyone's house or bed and breakfast because you've got so many gorgeous bed and breakfasts. you know they have flower power too just for a weekend you know how we pet sit across america like but you don't have to do any work you can just go in and you get to you know live high in a beautiful beautiful mansion or maybe you want you want to do the cabin you know carolyn dorman's cabin where would you be for a weekend if you could be anywhere just to enjoy the garden and the home. You go first. I know what your answer is going to be, though. What? <laughs> you go first. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you think mine would be? Samuel Godhouse. <laughs> well, yeah, Samuel Godhouse is one of my favorite, and they have a beautiful garden. It's Olive's garden in the back in the backyard, and uh, Miss Olive was Huey P. Long's sister. Oh and wow. She, not at the normal school, which is Northwestern State University, but um, the property where the Samuel Guy house is, which is a beautiful historic home and bed and breakfast, that's where the house was put on. That's um, the one by the cemetery. Yes. Right behind the uh, It's funny. She took us Ruska there, Kelly. Oh, the Ruska house has a really nice one because they have a garden and a fountain right next to it. And it's right across the street from the Steel Magnolia house. Oh, that's nice. They're all nice. Mm. Yeah. 
She's hopping oh, around. Okay, you. Kelly, where are you going? Those aren't my choices, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mention them. Let's see. Um, I would probably say maybe like the maybe Violet Hill because it's walking distance to downtown, but it's also right on the lake. Is so, this a bed and breakfast? It's a bed and breakfast. It's called Violet Hill. I want to go yes. just for the name. And you can, and the dock and deck is out on Cane River. So you can Oh, no way. Oh, nice. They, they do weddings and stuff out on that dock as well and receptions and things. So I'd probably say somewhere like that. Okay. Ooh, nice. Well, I was thinking, and I'll make it short, Oak Lawn Plantation. Not Oak Land, which is the national park, but Oak Lawn is Bobby Harlan's home. It's a plantation home. But it also has the third longest driveway in the state of oak trees. Oh, and oh. part of the movie, uh, The Horse Soldiers, with John Wayne was filmed there because of the long driveway. But back in the day when I when I first moved here, uh, Bobby's mother, Miss Margaret Harlan from the Steel Magnolia movie, she and I used to go and pick zinnias. She had a zinnia garden. Oh. That was a really, really big, nothing but zinnias. And her and I would put on oh, our- wow our white plastic boots and get some buckets and go cut zinnias. And then Bobby also had a huge, I'm talking maybe, I don't know, 80 to hundred rose bushes. So he had a really, wow. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, nice. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've, I've never stayed there, you know, but the house, it just sits back off the road and it's just so pretty. And, I think I'd like to spend it's a week. Peaceful down river as yeah. well. It's so quiet down there. It's real close to where I get down there. You yeah. can hear nature. Mm. You know, oh, we know, like that. Yeah, we but like that. Big oak trees, and then, like I said, he had you know all the zinnias and just go cut cool. flowers, and and you take them back in the house and make little vases, <laughs> and, nice. and then, of course the roses to the roses. So. Oh, I dig this, Nancy. What about you? Where would I go to stay? Yeah, yeah, in Natchitoches. Oh gosh, let me see. Well, the one place he stayed was it the Sugar Sugar Inn, Sugar Cane, Sugar Inn, Sugar Cane, Sweet Cane, Sweet Cane. Yeah, that, that was really nice. I'd go there again in a flat. The Victorian house. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. I, I want to go to the Sweet Magnolias bed and breakfast because oh, you know yeah. still meant sweet magnolia now God, i'm all sweeted up now let's get some sugar everything's sweet <laughs> let's get some sweet but i it's still magnolias i want to go there i mean at least walk and take a like a you know i want a sneak it's, peek of the place i mean that was the mm, that was the been, house you've no. never not been in the house no okay, well, okay so the next time you come to town we'll we'll make arrangements for you to stay in the writer's cabin at briarwood and we'll make sure that you get to go inside the steel magnolia oh cool oh awesome that's it i mean we're just going we're sleeping around girls (laughs) oh hello oh well you know i'm sitting right here it happens (laughs) well ladies thank you for joining us again it's always a pleasure and uh, so glad you guys are all fine and safe Mm, uh really hoping and praying that nothing more happens. Let Louisiana right. wants to celebrate Christmas in style. They want to yeah. kick up their heels mm. with hurricane glasses, not the hurricane winds. So, and have some <laughs> good food and uh, some partying and some good fun. Again, the website is nakadish.com and that's N A T H N A T C H I. 
Okay. Someone else. N a t c h i t o c h e s dot com. I was reading my writing, and um, that's not a good thing. No, and of that's course, not good. keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. You'll see our story about uh, home and garden uh, destinations for Natchitoches in our upcoming issue of Big Blend's Garden Gossip Home and Garden Magazine, because we've got a lot of gossip. We travel just for gossip. amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com.